Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Gotta get away, get away, get away. 7.06, you're listening to This Morning on 630 Chad, and uh, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi is on the line. Lots for us to talk to the mayor about. It's going to be a bit on, a bit on, he's going to be on the hot seat, I think, a little bit today, because I think the, the taxpayers are, are demanding some answers. Good morning, uh, Amarjeet. Good morning, uh, Stacey. Uh, uh, nice to hear your voice, and uh, I think Daryl's there too, so good morning, Daryl. I am as well. Probably not as nice to hear my voice, and that's fair. And I'm, ah, nice to hear your voice as well, Daryl. <laughs> hey, Mr. Oh, Mayor. lovely to hear we are going to jump into, into there's budgets and there's there's a whole bunch of things, but we were just talking in the last segment about uh, the, the number of people who are shaking their heads and wondering what on earth happened uh, when we found out about the woman who was attacked at the uh, the Coliseum LRT mm-hmm. station. That one just came out yesterday. I don't know if you've had a, a chance publicly to uh, to comment on that uh, situation. Uh, a woman, 55 years old, attacked mm-hmm. allegedly by a couple of 12-year-old girls and, and beaten, well, literally within an inch of her life uh, in a coma. Uh, your first thoughts when you heard about it and uh, potential things that we can do about it you know it's uh, it, it is it is very sad and my heart aches for for uh, for the victim and uh, and her family it's uh, it's very difficult to explain uh, that uh, incidents such as this can occur in in a public place uh, uh, and uh, we take it very, very seriously. Uh, uh, over the last uh, year and a half, we have significantly increased uh, safety on public transit, hiring more uh, bylaw officers, more uh, security guards, uh, increasing, uh, you know, through technology for people to report incidents that they that they see, as well as uh, additional funding for Edmonton Police Service. So they're patrolling. Uh, uh, the uh, the LRT station. But, but where were well, they, right? Mayor? They, where were uh, they this I, night? I I I didn't. I think investigation is underway, and it just it is it is just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that we have uh, such a tragic tragic incident uh, uh, on the on the LRT station. Um, it's no consolation to the uh, to the family and the and, and the community, even though we are seeing improvements in overall. Uh, safety on transit but when us every incident is is a tragic incident and this is just horrifying uh, what had happened uh, uh, on the at, at the Coliseum station i guess part of what we're trying to wrap our head around is whether there's a policy that there has to be at least one you know especially especially at on in an evening run where there aren't as many people around and so the few people who will maybe are on transit might be in a bit more of a vulnerable situation uh, we're just wondering whether or not there is a there is a hard and fast rule that there has to be some kind of security at these stations in those those off peak hours to protect those who are using it i i think that is a very good question that uh, we will be raising with our administration like how how the resources are deployed what the what the way i understand that uh, uh, our security officials monitor where the hot spots are and then they deploy resources accordingly, uh, both proactively as well as reacting to uh, uh, incidents as they 
as they happen, right? So it's uh, uh, it they do the best uh, they they can. Uh, if we need to add more resources, we will add more resources. We get an update from administration uh, every uh, uh, second month on the uh, on the state of uh, the safety on public transit as well as in downtown and Chinatown. And I look forward to the next up- update from administration. Do you have that money for more resources? We're already facing a 6.6% property tax hike. Where are you get where are you going to get this money from? Well, public transit is a core service and Edmontonians uh, uh, tell us that they want more uh, investment in core services as we have done in the last budget uh, both increasing bus service that has been lacking uh, over the last, I said, since last time we made significant investments in uh, in the bus service were in 2015. Uh, so we are investing money into that. We are also uh, putting more money into into police. When you look at this budget increase uh, uh, of uh, going from five uh, percent that was approved last year to six point six percent, two thirds of that is actually to. Uh, uh, better retain uh, police officers, compensate them properly, as well as hire additional 100 police officers. So uh, uh, EPS. What was, the what was the share of that? How much of that? But, well, like out of the uh, uh, the 1.6% uh, additional increase that uh, Edmontonians have experienced and council has approved, uh, two third, almost 1.2% of that is going toward uh, uh, police service, uh, both in the retention of existing uh, uh, police officers uh, uh, as well as hiring of new police officers. So the big chunk is going toward public safety, which is a top number number top top concern for Edmontonians, as mm-hmm. you just highlighted at the top of uh, of the show and the horrifying incident that happened. So public safety is is a number one priority for this council and for Edmontonians. That is why. Uh, council has made this very difficult decision of increasing taxes to uh, to support uh, uh, our police officers who do phenomenal work uh, yeah, and, and, and making sure that we are hiring more of them to be uh, patrolling LRT stations as well as uh, uh, downtown streets. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind, and you correct me, if, and I'm sure you'll disagree with that, but to me that, that's, that, that's an unfair thing to say that the two-thirds of that increase is specifically for police. There are a ton of things that were discussed about do we keep it, do we was it what's important what isn't uh so at, at the end of it at the end of it all we're well above the even the inflation rate of continuing to increase taxes year over year over year pandemic notwithstanding people are gonna well, get I, ta- I, people can't handle this all anymore i hear you and i uh, i hear edmontonians uh, uh, every dollar uh, increase in property taxes has an impact on on their affordability they are going through very tough and inflationary pressures so is uh, municipality uh, you know we have close to 8500 municipal buildings that uh, need electricity that need heat that need water uh, like a- any household uh, uh, costs have gone up in those areas so have municipal costs uh, we're also facing uh, you know dealing with budget cuts of the last uh, number of years uh, where City Council uh, of the past did not keep uh, property taxes at pace with population growth and inflation. In some cases, taxes were frozen at 0%. Here we are, 
in 2023, uh, uh, not only facing existing uh, uh, additional pressures, but also dealing with the uh, the decisions of the past. At the same time, uh, we have to invest in uh, in new areas such as public transit and 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 the public safety. So yeah. all combined together, uh, that's the reason that we are seeing this uh, this increase. But at the same time, we have challenged the administration to find uh, 250 million dollars, 240 million dollars within the existing budget, so that we can continue to redirect those resources to our core services. So that work is underway. Okay. Uh, we are being as efficient as possible. My goal has always been to make sure that we are investing and protecting public services that Edmontonians rely on, at the same time keeping our taxes affordable. All right, Amarjeet, can we steal you for a couple more minutes? Of course, yeah. Okay, excellent. Uh, 7.15, we're going to... Uh, pose a few more questions to our mayor, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi, and uh, a lot of people on text line want to talk about those electric buses, so we're going to dive into that in two minutes. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. 717 here on This Morning with Stacey and Daryl. Uh, I'm going to get the next question from Mayor Amarji Sohi because Stacey's air drumming over the corner <laughs> to kiss. <laughs> that's a great song. Sorry. Actually, that's, that's one that I will give you. Uh, Mayor Sohi, thanks for sticking around through the commercial break. Appreciate it. Uh, lots of people on the text line. We were going to raise this anyway, but uh, the electric bus program and the number of buses that are not working, not working well, not getting uh, parts available, mm-hmm. there's a problem with the parent company, mm-hmm. and the amount of money that has been... Well, frankly, wasted on a plan that had high hopes, but it was maybe a little too experimental. What do you say to the people of Edmonton about the future of the electric bus program or of any new cutting-edge, environmentally friendly uh, materials that we might be gambling on? You know, I am raising the same question that Edmontonians are raising about this fiasco. Uh, Why did we make this decision to buy buses from a company that was not in the field of making buses uh, and and was a new new entry into uh, into the market. Why did we not buy buses from um, uh, established uh, bus manufacturers who were also in the uh, electric bus uh, uh, bus field? Uh, so I I am raising those concerns. We're going to dig deeper into this. I am deeply concerned that decision was made. That was uh, I probably due diligence was not done. I don't know. Uh, but so but, but I know that this that is I'm not your mess. You did not create this mess, Mayor. This was a yep. previous mayor. You were not even on council at the time. But it is your mess to clean up. And what are you going to do with all these buses? There's 60 of them, or a majority of, of the, the 60 in the electric feet, fleet that, that are just sitting there. Like, What do you do? Besides looking into yeah, past you know, decisions, what are you going to do with these we, buses? We, our administration is exploring option. Is there a way for uh, another company to uh, carry over the, uh, the contract that we have with Pertura? sorry, as well as are there parts available from other manufacturers? So all those things are being uh, being explored, but that is not the. Uh, I, I 
absolutely we need to do those right? uh, do those right but that does not explain the uh, why this decision was made and we need to dig deeper so that we don't uh, repeat the the same mistake so we will explore options uh, that are available to have uh, these buses back on the on the road but we should not be taking these kind of uh, risky unproven uh, uh, procurement steps without uh, a proper due diligence well and that that brings you to the the idea of uh, and, and people call it virtue signaling and I think that's an unfair way to but but the, the rush to, to try to be at the vanguard at the head of the most environmental for the best reasons I suppose not necessarily the best decisions does this change how you go forward and does that in in fact impact an effort to be more green in Edmonton because we're more wary now or at least we should be Oh, absolutely. When when these type of mistakes are made, people lose their enthusiasm for innovation and testing uh, new technologies. And we need to make sure that uh, we are using tax dollars as wisely as we can. Uh, uh, so I uh, I will be definitely looking into uh, uh, it, it, it procuring in a way that we are not taking these uh, these risks. We might have to step back a bit on uh, on on testing new ideas. Uh, uh, we need to make sure that whatever we buy is able to deliver the service for which we buy those uh, uh, those products. In this case, uh, you know, if buses were bought to beat on the road, and if they're not, that is something that we do, should be deeply concerned about. What's going on on City Council? We have these allegations against uh, City Councillor Jennifer Rice talking about bullying staff, creating a toxic work environment. What are we what are we doing about that? You know, uh, I I believe uh, Stacy that uh, every person uh, whether they're working for mayor's office, whether they're working for councilor's office, every staff has the right uh, uh, to have a safe work environment and these allegations that have brought forward uh, against councilor Rice uh, uh, even though they are unproven, uh, but they're very serious allegations. I understand that Councillor Rice has agreed to take a, a, a workplace a place training, and we need to dig deeper. But unfortunately, uh, there are very, in, in as mayor, I have no ability and no tools available uh, to investigate these in, uh, serious allegations, other than um, the integrity commissioner receiving a complaint from the complaint and then undertaking these investigations. So what we have in place for uh, protection of employees, particularly political staff working in mayor's office and the uh, councillor's office. Uh, having said that, I know uh, there's 13 of us. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this is the first time that we have heard these kind of uh, allegations in, against one particular councillor. So I don't want to pass judgment that workplace is not safe for uh, for everyone. Absolutely, that is not the case. But we need to dig deeper into this and I had some conversation with the integrity commissioner how we can improve our process. But I am deeply concerned about that. Everyone working in every office, every city employee, including political staff, have the right to have a safe workplace. Uh, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi, thanks for your time this morning. We could probably, uh, next time maybe we'll book you for a full hour. you got nothing, you got nothing <laughs> else to do. We'll love to, we'll love to do that. I, 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 love, I, you know, I think it's very important that... Uh, that we communicate with Edmontonians on the work that we're doing at City Council and have that information readily available for them. All right, perfect. Uh, we'll have our people talk to your people. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mayor. Right. Take care. Mayor Amarjeet, uh, so he talking about um, taxes, talking about those 
not working electric buses, buses. Um, and of course safety on on the LRT, which is you know they're they're, they're adding routes. But if you don't address the safety, nobody's going on these routes. Nobody's taking transit. Especially those those hours. And it should be safe well, on a Sunday night at 8.30 late. at night. It's not late. No, no, it's not peak hours, but it's not late. And surely you should have a... You should be safe. A right to feel safe. Be safe. Forget feel safe. Just be safe. What's Seven. it going to take? <laughs> What's it going to take?